Hello, my lovelies, and welcome to episode 31 of Caffeinated Yogi Talks. Today, we are going to talk about how to start adding running into your list of habits. We will go over tips and tricks for a newbie, as well as some things to be cautious or aware of, and of course, some dope mindset goodness. So go grab yourself your favorite cup of joe or whatever will make you smile, and let's dive in. Hi there. Welcome to Caffeinated Yogi Talks. I'm your host, Danielle Collinsworth. Here, we will talk about all things yoga, both on and off the mat. Fitness, entrepreneurship, this crazy thing called life, and maybe a bit about coffee. So throw on your headphones, grab your favorite cup of gel or tea, if that's your fancy, and let's get chatting. All right. I think I am forever a fan of getting steps in outside. And even though we're still getting some cooler days here and there, it is starting to get hot or at least like the sun rays are starting to beat down. And whenever I say here, I mean Norfolk, Virginia. That's where I'm based. Um, But especially for my friends that are listening back home, which home for me is Florida, then I definitely know you've had some hot days thus far in 2021 there. With that being said, if we are talking about getting some steps in outside, then I think it is important for you to protect your skin. And I truly cannot recommend products from this podcast sponsor enough for a skincare. They actually have a concealer-like product, which I've never used concealer before, but I actually really like this guy. That one's called Glow Me, and it has a built-in SPF. Um, So not only will it help with your makeup if you're putting anything on, but it's also going to help protect your skin. And they have other uh, SPF products as well, some that have no concealer that would just be a straight sunscreen. Overall, I have not found a product that I would not give a 12 out of 10 recommendation to. And the cool thing is, no matter what kind of sale is going on on their website, you can use the code Danielle, spelled D-A-N-Y-E-L-L, to save some monies. Uh, you'll always get an additional 10% off. So a lot of times you'll see that they have like a 30 or 40% off sale. Enter my code, you get an additional 10% on top of that bad boy. On to our topic at hand. Before we jump into more of this outdoor goodness, Uh, Let's start off with a little bit more basic, a little bit more uh, um, beginner step, if you will. Running and movement of distance is overall fantastic for your body. It makes you stronger physically, and it sure as shit makes you stronger mentally. But if you're going from never running a mile to wanting to, um, I don't know, run like a half marathon or something, we need to make sure that you're doing it safely. Now, there are apps out there. I think one of them is called Couch to 5K, but it could be wrong. Uh, But let's take a minute to take a step even farther back from an app like that, a way for us to take a bit more of a mindful approach. So I would recommend that you just go out for a set amount of time. What I mean by this is, let's say you have 20 minutes. Go outside, 
take your phone with you or set a watch, set a timer. And maybe that means that you just start by walking 10 minutes away from home. Once that 10 minutes is up, you turn around, you walk 10 minutes back. Cool. From there, I would then pick a very, very, very small distance to look at. So let's say, again, I'm running outside, I'm running away from my house, or I'm moving away from my house, I'm walking away from my house right now. And I'm like, okay, I need to start adding this running thing in. I can see that I have one full block and the the rest of this half. So I have about a block and a half until I get to that stop sign or until I get to that ice cream truck across the street. Uh, let yourself then be like, all right, that's my distance. Now let's go and start at a little jogging, nice steady pace until you get to X, Y, Z point. I just recommend that as a better way for you to get your mind right. Uh, it's going to be an easy way to make sure that you are starting the movement process without getting really defeated with something that is like an app that's just going to be like, okay, I'm going to recommend that you run two miles at a 12-minute pace. Maybe you're capable of that without straining yourself or without getting too mentally beat up. Fantastic. Maybe you're not. That's actually also fantastic. I just want you to find movement without getting really pissed off or frustrated with yourself. So if we are starting brand freaking new, then I would recommend go outside, start off with time, and then add some really tiny distance things in. I also want to add that let's say you are new to running and you're like, well, I don't know what I can run. Maybe you just go out and you give one day a try. I would say if running at a steady pace, not an all out sprint, a steady little jog, if running for let's say three minutes is like death for you, then I would recommend this mindset approach that we just mentioned. So the going out for X amount of time, who cares how far you run, who cares what your pace is, any of that stuff. We just want the body moving. That would be another good indicator if you're like, well, I want to give it a try. Uh, that would probably be a good, a good estimate, a good starting place. Let's also remember, as we talk about mindset, that walking is dope. I am now well over moving a mile a day for something on launch date that would be like over 125 days or something. Um, and I can truly say that this is a decision that I am so happy I've made to move a mile a day. It has made a huge impact on my mental health. And I want you to know that a lot of the time, especially in recent times that I've been a little extra stressed and busy, my mile a day has been more of a walk. And to be honest, I actually love it. In the beginning, even if your goal is to run, you might be walking a shit ton. That is okay. Set those small measures while you're out for your walk. Maybe you're like, all right, I'm going to run to that ice cream truck and then I'll keep on walking. That is cool. Something is better than nothing. Especially if you sit in front of a computer all day. Adding in something like a walk, a run, whatever it may be, into your routine will help your muscles relax low back tension, and help to get your mind in a better headspace. From your timed movement, you can slowly make your way towards distance. Maybe this is when you switch to using an app that gives you recommended distance, 
Maybe you choose to listen to your body and move however far makes sense to your schedule, your body, your needs. You pick your own adventure. But overall, make sure you are not going too fast. Which brings me to this first little tip number two, I guess I would say. Speed. Once you have been running for a bit, it is fine to test things like your one mile time or to go out and PR a certain distance. But if you are just starting out, slow and steady wins the race. Your body has to get used to the new stresses and strains of running. Many beginners start off jogging too fast and pay the price for this mistake within like just a few minutes. That's whenever they start getting very frustrated or they get tired way too quickly. Sadly, this is also whenever pain and injury might come into play. Some will say that to move at a moderate pace means that you should be able to hold a conversation. And I personally hate, 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 hate this expression. Talking and moving has always been a challenge for me. And I'm actually not too shabby of a runner with a good a few like sub six minute miles under my belt. Instead, I would recommend a pace where you are able to hold and control your breath at a count of three. So what I mean by that is inhale and count to three, exhale and count to three. So sometimes for me, if I'm going for something that is a little bit faster, that's whenever I really focus on this. And what I mean by that is inhale for one, two, three, exhale one, two, three, inhale one, two, three, exhale one, two, three, or whatever kind of little pace like that makes sense to you. If you're familiar with yoga, once you go less than that count, that count that you can like maintain control of, it's a good, uh, good oxygen flow for your heart, that's whenever you start getting past what in yoga we call your edge or past that moderate pace. Even when you first start your run, you should maintain the same pace the entire distance. The tendency is to go out too hot. I am a huge culprit of that when it comes to doing like strength training workouts and things like that. Remember that the beginning should feel really easy because it is not going to stay like that for forever. Think of it like this. You want to start your run by soaking up the beginning just how you would if you were going to the beach on a hot summer day. Smile and be happy that you're there. Control what you can control so that later on you aren't downright miserable. So thus far, we know that if you are hella new to running, you need to start off by not worrying about your distance or how much you run. Remember, walking is okay. When you are at a place where the walk-jog thing feels manageable, begin to move into that jog pace more and more, but remember, nice and steady. A space where your mind is just right. Now, let's talk about three tips to help you maintain running in your routine. Some of these will still be specific to a newbie, but Others, especially towards the end, will be very beneficial for those that have been running for a little bit longer. And our three tips are going to be talking about surface, your stride, and cross-training. So first up, surface. Where should you get these damn steps in? 
As long as you are not training for a specific race, I'm going to say wherever the heart makes you smile. Different surfaces can make an imperative difference if you are training for a trail-like race or if you are trying to run a sub-seven-minute mile. But we are right now going to focus on the newbie or the person that is not focused on some crazy-ass goal. (laughs) I kid, I kid. All those goals are awesome. However, here are two things to consider if those crazy goals are not in your mindset. A treadmill can be forgiving to the physical body. However, it does not mimic life. I mean, think of it this way. In life, do you have the capability to control everything with the tap of a finger? (laughs) Hell no. At times I wish we could, but we don't. So the same idea comes with running, especially if you are running based on how you feel emotionally. You will potentially force yourself into a pace that you just don't want to be in. Or maybe you're stopping your body from running to a new potential speed. However, some do not like running on like an uneven surface or an untamed sidewalk. And I totally get that because it can be kind of dangerous. That's actually why number two is so important, which is your stride. Running is a challenging sport. Many beginners don't have the proper technique and make jogging harder than it has to be, and they waste a shit ton of energy. Your body develops the coordination necessary to perform the complex or the sequence of movements with every kilometer or mile that you run. So let's try to start you off in good form, which simply means let's get you in a more relaxed state. Try not to shrug your shoulders up. Uh, We want to resist having some tight-ass arms. And I guess this part is a little not relaxed, I guess I'd say. But we don't want your feet to be too, like, floppy. We don't want them flopping around. I want you to think about short, easy steps. Those are the shit. (laughs) Short, easy steps. You will be more controlled and you will be able to relax your body more than if you're taking these long, powerful strides. Now, for third, let's talk about cross-training. This is an area where I now work with a lot of clients one-on-one. And this is actually a line of my work that I can blab about for hours. But I promise I will not do that on this episode. Running places a shit ton of stress on your joints. Period. It does not matter how awesome of a runner you are or if you're running on the perfect surface or if you have the most amazing freaking shoes. Running fucks with your joints, which is why strengthening muscles that support your run as well as mobilizing the muscles you use all while stretching and resting your body is key. That's a lot. I get it. Even if you're a newbie, this one is important. Think of it this way. You went from no impact on these joints at all to now utilizing them consistently for, I don't know, let's say three months, right? Your body needs to be taken care of for you to keep increasing the certain volume or otherwise it's just going to like backfire on you. We want it to be that you are healthy and you can continue to work towards whatever goal you have. Or maybe you have no goal We want it to be that you can maintain this new 
awesome, healthy habit that you have. So whenever we talk about um, cross-training, I'm referring to, again, strength, mobility, and some like stretching or just relaxing the body. Whenever it talks about strength, I am primarily focused on core activation, which is a part of the body that you probably use way more than you think. Whenever I see somebody going for an all-out mile run, like just running as fast as they freaking can for a mile, and whenever they stop, and if within, I don't know, 10 minutes post-run, I don't hear them saying something about, wow, like that was hard on my abs, and then like you were not running to your hardest or your best potential. Your abs should be on fucking fire. I'm sorry. It is a part of the body that you use so much with running if we're doing it correctly. Therefore, core activation or core work whenever you are not running is imperative. Underneath this strength umbrella, getting glute and quad strength I think is an obvious one, but a very beneficial one. And also some ankle strength work, which will also fall under the mobility category as well. Last up for some strength-based things, I think it's important to add in, I like to always incorporate this into its own category, if you will, but some plyometric work, meaning movements that train your body for power or explosive output. Think of this as a way to increase what we called before that easy running pace. Uh, It's a way to strengthen your muscles to support your running muscular movements into a more powerful, stronger stance. Now, to switch gears to stretching, it's key, period. Think of it again, running is a very repetitive movement. It is very hard on the body because you're doing the same exact thing over and over and over again. So stretching is key. However, if you just go to stretch your foot for three minutes or if you roll out your low back while watching TV or maybe you get a little bit of a hamstring stretch in pre and post run, your body is going to quickly want and then get to the point where it physically needs more. This is where mobilization of the body is also key. I actually have a past episode on stretching versus mobility that I highly recommend you check out. But overall, think of this as we need to mobilize the running body. And this is going to be beneficial because this is a way where you can lengthen and stretch your body at the same time. You will start to break a little bit of sweat with mobility, but um, I promise it will leave you with some amazing feels like you just stretched out while also getting some smaller muscle engagement, core activity, things like that uh, kick in. If you have any questions, if you are a runner and you have questions about what does cross training mean? Like, what do I do? Where do I start? Please, please, please reach out to me. My one-on-one TCY training is something that is very affordable that does not break your bank. And it is just that. One-on-one me and you. Um, I use an app called True Coach where you are able to see demonstrations of all of the movements. Uh, There's chat features. I post video responses. It's a fantastic tool. 
If you found any value here, share it with a friend, share it on Instagram, tag at Caffeinated Yogi Talks or me directly at Danielle the Yogi. And as always, if you have questions, let's talk. That's why this platform is here. That's why it is called Caffeinated Yogi Talks for us to develop conversations. As always, guys, thank you so, 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 so much for tuning in and listening. And until next time, Namaste and Slay Boothang.